It's your boy, David Jones, Tenacious DJ. Say what's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you feeling, man? I know you got over uh, uh, the flu maybe recently, and I hear you might have eaten a little too much tonight. I hear your tummy hurts. Yeah, my tummy hurts a little bit. You know, I'm recovering. Had a long weekend. Did two shows, Saturday and Sunday, on Sirius. And, uh, yeah, had a little cold, flu, bug, something like that. But almost fully recovered now, so I'm ready to go. Kind of weird. You know, usually you like to take a vacation, you know, on this all-star break like you did. Go skiing, hang out with your girl. But I pretty much sat in bed and slept a lot because I felt like complete garbage. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm back. I'm ready for this six-game NBA slate. So how do you want to do this? you want to go game by game? Do you want to go position by position? What are you I feeling was, tonight? I'm thinking game by game. It's just easier for me to break it down. And uh, so it, it helps me not miss over any plays. But you're right about uh, the break. It, it was a good time to recharge. It is a coincidence. My anniversary is on the NBA All-Star break, but I'm going to love that for the rest of my life. gives me a good time to spend some time with my wife and uh, forget about basketball for a minute. So I saw a couple people got engaged because it's Valentine's day. It's a smart move guys combine the two together. Really, really smart. But um, so yeah. Uh, also Jay, are we sharing the news about the uh, Sirius XM shows about what times we're on now? Yeah. 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 So um, we got bumped to a better time slot. So now we'll be doing f- Saturday and Sunday on Sirius XM 87 210 at 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock Eastern. So right before NBA lock on Saturdays and Sundays, um, right before lock for MLB on Saturday nights as well. So I'm excited. I know you're excited. Obviously excited. The whole team's excited. We're going to be leading you up to lock pretty much every weekend. Um, so there's no better spot for us to be in for DFS perspective. So if you tune into the podcast, make sure you tune into Series XM 5 to 7 Saturday nights and Sundays, and we'll be breaking down nba straight for two hours we won't miss a thing you know looking at pretty much every play get some beat writers i'm involved too so we have a little bit more pull on series xm that we do on our podcast when we're recording the night before so we should have even more information at our fingertips so i'm expecting some big nights from my lineups your lineups and everybody who listens so make sure you tune in yeah i'm expecting some uh big lineups tomorrow i mean we've had a lot of time to digest this slate uh, so let's just go and jump into it. Six gamer. First game's going to be Milwaukee at Detroit. Milwaukee should just run them out of their own building here. I mean, they're too good. They can beat people by 15 points when Giannis isn't on the floor and Giannis is playing. Um, sometimes I, I, I wonder about these players coming off all-star break and coming off their vacations. A lot of these NBA guys that don't go on all-star break end up in the Bahamas or, or flying across, you know, uh, across the ocean to go over to Europe or something. So, but really I, I, I kind of did look around like I, I would on Instagram after new year's and I didn't see anything that stood out too much. And plus they also had a day of practice today, so they should all be ready to go. Um, so yeah, Milwaukee at Detroit. First thing that's going to stand out Giannis. I think he's too expensive because I don't think he's going to get full run. I think he's going to get three quarters here and they're not going to need him in the fourth. Uh, and he's going to need to put up, you know, 60 points plus to pay off that $11,000 price tag. We're on FanDuel. So I'm not really on him. 
Um, looking over at like Chris Middleton, sixty-eight hundred. He had a bad game at the right before the end of the break. I think he can bounce back a little bit here at sixty-eight hundred. I don't hate it, but again, you're in a situation where they're not going to need the starters the whole time. Um, but I do think he can pay off the sixty-eight. Not a, uh, one of my favorite plays. Look, this really isn't. This is probably the game that I'm targeting the least. So there's not a lot. Some notable news is that Reggie Jackson is, has joined the Clippers. Is that right? Yeah, if they can get a contract buyout, he's not going to be on the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Pistons are pretty much going to get blown out for the rest of the season, so you always got to worry about that. Yeah, so it opens so, up some stuff for maybe a Bruce Brown, who's yep. you know super super cheap on Fanduel at three point eight. You can go to Derrick Rose, I guess. Um, he's cheap too at fifty five hundred. If you expect him to play a full four quarters, that's the only worry here. Svi. You know, $3,500 is cheap as well. So you have some cheap guys. I think Giannis is not a terrible play at 11-2. Mm-hmm. You know, his worst plays on the board. The guy that's, you know, interesting, there's two guys that are interesting at their price tags outside of Bruce Brown, which seems really, really too cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Lopez, I played him before the break, and he had a monster game. I don't think anybody's going to be able to cover him on Detroit. If he gets somehow gets to, like, 30 minutes, he's going to have a – you know, a pretty solid game. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Wood, man, he's the only one left on his Detroit team on the in the front court. So he's a guy you can look to, but he's in that price range where he's not, you know, a extreme value play. I don't see him going for 50 mm-hmm. or even past a 45 marker, but at 7,400 on FanDuel, he should hit 35 points, 35 to 40. He's been putting up those kind of numbers. As of late, he put up 47 before the break. He's put up 47 twice in the last four games. So, you know, this could be a game where he goes for 40 here. But I just don't know if you want to take the risk here with him. What do you think about Christian? Yeah, I mean, I want to pay up at power forward. I like the guys out of the Hawks game better. Um, but Wood's pretty safe. So you have a lot of question marks underneath him. I mean, a lot of uh, cheaper guys. You're looking at guys like Jaron Jackson, Covington, Draymond. Is he going to get minutes? Thad Young. It, it just gets ugly under the top three with Bam, Collins, and Wood. So I don't hate it, but I, I would certainly prefer Bam and Collins, as I would think you probably would, too, in a high-paced game. But we'll get to that one. Um, as far as Derrick Rose goes, I'm not sure he's going to get the minutes, uh, but he's cheap, and there's no Jackson in town, and we've seen what Rose can do, even with limited minutes, so I don't hate that play. All over Bruce Brown, love that. Um, and and the guards are about it for me. Bruce Brown's going to be my favorite play here. Um, but d- is there anything else you want to touch on on the Milwaukee side? Did you Do you like Bledsoe, Middleton? You I like- never really played Bledsoe and Middleton unless Giannis is out. And yeah. Brooke Lopez... He makes some sense, but it's not like I'm going to attack that spot with Brook Lopez. If I want to be cute or be different, he's a he's a good value. He won't burn you. Um, mm-hmm. But with everybody playing, I think there's better spots for sure. Yeah. Let's get to the next game. Miami at my Atlanta Hawks. It's Quavo night. Quavo's going to be there giving out T-shirts in Atlanta. He's there all the time. He's, Migos. Migos are good. Down with Migos. <laughs> down with Outcast. Uh, but so look, these are always the games you target. You target these Atlanta games. They're usually high scoring. I know Miami can slow you down, but Atlanta's also going to speed Miami up. So I like these Miami guys, and I like a couple of the Hawks here. Starting with Trey Young. Love Trey Young. Everyone knows I love Trey Young, and he's been fantastic this season. Got out ten assists in the All Star game in ten minutes in a high paced game. He's just the truth, and he's he's ten thousand. 
I'll play him no problem. I know Spolstra is going to focus on him, and that could slow him down, but I do love Trey coming back from All-Star break at home. He's one of my top point guards. Over at shooting guard, Jimmy Butler's in a fantastic spot. Uh, he he is one guy that I'm a little worried about, even though it's an elite spot coming off the All-Star break. Butler gets after it on his vacations and on his breaks, and that is honest to God truth. He missed. He sat out the. La- I think it was the last All Star game because he drank too much the night before. Was it last? Was it last year or the year before? Do you remember that? I don't remember, man. I just think it's yeah. funny how you follow these guys on Instagram, like some like ex girlfriend, just to try to get more information, bro. It's hilarious. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm stalking them, but I stalk them for a reason. I just remember Jimmy Butler. He sat out an All Star game when he was, uh, I think, coming in second team because he was too hungover. That's true. But look, that's uh, that's a wild narrative, but it's something I'm concerned about. With that said, he's in a great spot against the Hawks. You've got Tyler Hero out for the Heat. That's going to bump up Duncan Robinson, also in a great spot against the Hawks. At 4,200, he is a great value saver at the shooting guard position. Then Jay Crowder, still too cheap. Uh, His minutes aren't always going to be at the 30-minute mark. Uh, Like at Utah, he got 24, Golden State 31, Portland 34. But he's exceeding that value in two of the last three games, and it's an elite matchup. I love Jay Crowder. Over at Power Forward, you've got Bam and you've got Collins. These are the two guys that I want to lock into my teams. If you play both of them, you're not going to be able to get Harden, but I think that's okay with the value there. Bam against the Hawks, I mean, just lock it in. Everyone destroys him. And then Collins with no Capella. He just goes off, too. I know it's tough to get around Bam. It's tough to get around Collins, but that is your only options in the paint. Those are my two favorite power forwards. And then at center, I'm going to be looking at Dwayne Deadman at 4,900. No Capella. Deadman got in foul trouble the last game at Cleveland. Only got 17 minutes, but still put up a 30-burger. I like him a lot. Uh, who are you liking from this game on the Miami or the Hawks side, Jay? Um, I think Bam and Collins are safe. Uh, he, I think, you know, you can't really go wrong with both of them. Uh, Jimmy Butler should be in a good spot as well. Denman, um, pretty safe as well. And then I think it gets a little tricky with the guards. You know, mm. with Drogic, um, Herter, Crowder, Duncan Robinson. Um, do you think Derek Jones, I got to ask you a question first. Does Derek Jones still start tomorrow? Hmm. I I'm not positive. I see him as a potential starter here. So if he starts yeah. um, at small forward and they're putting Bam at center, um, Derek Jones makes some sense, man. He's 3,600 on FanDuel still. Yeah. So, Go ahead. Sorry. You know, so that's that's my thought there. I got to see if Derek Jones is starting. If he's starting at 3,600, I think he makes some sense as well. And I'm just worried about these guards because Iguodala played a little bit. Crowder played a good amount. Drogic is definitely going to play. So I feel like they're guard heavy now where, you know, Duncan and Butler and none kind of worry me. And I was kind of shocked. Did you see a line in this game? It's only six points. Like, I, I feel like I should just bet the heat. And, you mm-hmm. know, from a from a betting perspective, I, I don't see Atlanta staying with this team. How do you how do you see that? I know you're an Atlanta fan, but you see Miami not just – I'm not saying they tear them apart, but you don't see them beat them – pretty easily here that's the uh, hungover jimmy butler line the minus six means he's so? gonna i don't know i'm just saying i mean we'll see i it's a closer line than you expect but 
And I know Atlanta loses most of their games, but they hang in there. And even if they're down 15, they're going to leave Collins and, and Trey in there the entire game to try and get close. So I would probably bet the Heat, too. Um, but I'm not going to bet on this game because I'm too much of a homer and I, I just want the Hawks to win too much. What do you think about yeah, Trey? Yeah, I'm just worried about, like, look, Crowder in, his, in the three games he didn't start, he got 24, 31, and 34 minutes here. So he, he got – I'm not sure of all those games. I believe they all were – uh, let me check here. I know the last game was with Miami. Yeah, the game the before that was with before. Miami. He's getting minutes, man. Even though he's not starting, he's getting minutes. So, kind of worries me. Iguodala got 16 minutes. Jaja got 30 minutes. Nunn got 23 in the starting spot. Butler got 33. The the minutes in his guard position kind of worry me. Where, like, if one guy is shooting well, he'll, he'll hit value. Like Duncan Robinson the other day. You know, he shot well. And he scored 17 point, real life points, and he got there. But you know, Jimmy got there because he got four steals. But I'm kind of worried about Miami, especially if they get a lead that they won't play everybody maxed out. And even Bam Adebayo last last game out, he only got 26 minutes somehow. Uh, I guess maybe it was slightly a blowout. They only beat Golden State by 12, but it's kind of weird. This team is very deep. That's the only thing that worries about me about Miami. It's a great spot for them, but. I'm going to be very selective with picking uh, Heat moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I get the concern. You've got a new rotation there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I get the concern. But having Hero out kind of gives me more confidence. I mean, I, I'm not too worried about it, especially with that line, too. Vegas saying it's close. Uh, I'm still I'm still all over Bam. I, I, like no, I think Bam is the safest out of all of them. But yeah. from the guard spot, it's a little bit muddy, man. You know, I'm on my boy Trey over on uh, the Hawks. Miami plays really good defense, dude. dude. I know. I he's kind of matchup proof. You know, if he's on, he's on. If he hits his shots, he hits his shots. Yeah. Um, but he's very, um, you know, I got to look at the entire slate as a whole. Yeah. Um, yes. He's like my third favorite point guard. Can Trey go out there and get 70 points? Yes. He's done it, you know, three out of the last 15 times. But he also got 32, some 40s, some 30s. You know, so he worries me a little bit, too. So, I don't know. I got to look at the entire slate and then reevaluate afterwards. But I think Bam, Collins, or Collins might be the safest play of the whole entire uh, game, I think. Yeah, I, I agree he's the safest there. Speaking of uh, point guards I love, like Trey, my favorite point guard of the slate comes in the next game, the Brooklyn at Philly game. And my number one guy that I'm considering locking in all my lineups, I'm thinking about multi-entering, uh, is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, 8,900 against the Brooklyn Nets. They are high-paced. The games tend to shoot out. Uh, you got a line on that one for me, Jay? Be um, It looks like Philly's favored by eight, and I'm pretty sure Kyrie is out. He's out, yeah. Yeah, so it's Kyrie so out. Um, Philly should win this game. Mm -hmm. Dinwiddie's in play. Um, and Bede um, is definitely going to be in play, too. I know he's 9,600, but he's in play. And then, you know, it's slim pickings outside of that. If you want to go with a guy like Joe Harris or Torian Prince, Garrett Temple, um, Levert, but Levert's a little bit more expensive than he should be at 6,100, and he's always kind of shaky. Um, it's a tough spot here again. You know, I think you, you just look to Dinwiddie, and I like the Simmons call. And maybe pay up for Embiid if you think this game's going to stay close. I think he should have a great game here. Yeah, Embiid's the clear pay up at center. Uh, center's tricky. You've got 
a couple high price guys than cheap guys. Uh, but back to Ben Simmons, I mean, he does it every night. He's never highly owned, and I still think he's underpriced. I mean, he hasn't gone under 40 since February 3rd in worst matchups. That's against Chicago Clippers. Uh, he had a couple cake ones in there, too. But Ben Simmons, he's he's too underpriced for me. I'm playing him, and I'm playing him in a lot of lineups. My second favorite player from this game is Tobias Harris. He is on the winning lineup every night, and he continues to be $6,200 against the Nets. I don't think it gets much better than that. I'm pretty sure I'm locking him in all my lineups. I love it. He's underpriced. Uh, over on the Nets, uh, you can look at Dinwiddie, 6900 But uh, it's really not that easy of a matchup for guards going against Philly. Uh, Simmons has gotten better, so I don't love him. Claveris Levert at 6100 just been going off. Hopefully he didn't cool down over the break, but he's someone you want to consider too. And then a guy down low here. Uh, so you've got your power forwards, Al Horford, Jared Allen. Uh, Horford's going to be coming off the bench again. He played very well off the bench last time. I don't think I want to play him. I'm just pointing that out. I like Jared Allen a little bit. I know DeAndre Jordan is back, but Jared Allen, I've said it before on here, is a guy that they play against tall or, or big teams down low. And you've got a big team with Joel, Joel Embiid sitting there. I think Jared Allen, I know his minutes have been around 20 the last four or five games. I think he gets a little more run here. And in those 20 minutes, the last two games, he's put up 33 and 28 at $5,100. I think he can get you about 35 and pay off that power forward salary. And uh, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for me. And obviously Joel Embiid should be a very good play. Uh, did anyone else pop out? You, do you like Harris at all or Jared Allen? You think it's too risky? I think Allen's worth the the play for GPPs. You know, he's had some good games against Philly. Joe Harris, same thing. If you need, you know, a salary saver, a small forward at 4500 he can be in line. But I think it's the payoff guys and Simmons and Dibwini would be the first two guys I would target from this game. And Tobias Harris. He's never going to burn you at 6,200. Right. He'll never get under 25 to 27 points, and he's got that 45 to 50-point upside too. So he's pretty safe here. Um, he dropped 53 against them earlier the season, 28 in another game. Um, so as long as the Nets keep this game close, I think you know some of these higher-priced guys can have a good day. And then – they're going to need one of these guys to score, whether it's Joe Harris, Garrett Temple, or Torian Prince. So I don't mind any of them. You know, none of them are safe, but at their price tag, none of them will burn you. And, you know, go whichever one you feel fits your line of creation better. You know, if you need a cheap shooting guard, I don't mind playing Garrett Temple. If you need a cheap small forward, I don't mind Harris or Prince. And if you want to get sneaky, I think Jared Allen will be, you know, pretty low owned here in the spot. Yeah. For sure, for sure. To Tobias Harris, I'd lock him into your cash games. Like Jay said, floor is super safe, and he is just underpriced. But that wraps that one up. Off to the Windy City. We have a Chicago Bulls team. Did any of the Bulls make the All-Star team? I don't think Zero. they did. So what are they going to be pumped up? Is this a narrative that I've overlooked until now, that they had the All-Star game in their city and none of them got to be there? Maybe so. We'll see. He the over under here is two ten. That's the only thing you got to kind of keep in mind. You know, the Atlanta Miami game was two thirty. Milwaukee game was two twenty four. Even the Sixers game was two sixteen. This is the lowest total of the slate. So just keep that in mind. But we do have some 
very cheap players here that we got to talk about. So take it away. Yeah, so probably my second favorite point guard on the slate is, uh, and I never play this guy, but people do and they win with him. I think it's going to be Kobe White. You have Dunn, who's going to be out the rest of the season. Kobe White's minutes have gone up since he got injured. He got 34 minutes against Washington, put up 41 points. He's uh, $4,600, guys. I mean, the past three, four games, he's got, well, there's one in there where he only got 16 points, but he's gotten over 20. 20, 32, 41. I'm going to take a flyer on him. I like him and I like Ben Simmons uh, to to get it done. I don't know. I just do. Zach Levine, his price is a little too much, 9,200. You're going to want 55, 60 from him. I don't think you're going to get it, especially in a low-scoring game, like Jay was saying, so I'm not really on him. I'm not looking at too many of these Charlotte guys either. Miles Bridges, maybe. Uh, He's getting minutes on and off. I want to see if he's starting. He only got, uh, well, he got 34 his last start. I was looking at the uh, Team Team USA game. Uh, So, yeah, Bridges, he's okay, 5,800. I'll try and find some better value, though. Not touching Thad, not touching P.J. Washington. He sucks. He burned me too many times. I'm not playing him. And then you want to see who's going to start for the Hornets at center. It's going to be Cody Zeller or it's going to be Biombo. Biombo got the spot start last time. If he gets a spot start against Chicago, you want to look at him hard at $3,800. Um, but besides that, guys, that's that. the game's going to be pretty ugly. Those are the plays I like from it. Jay, did I skip over anyone you like? Yeah, you skipped over a couple people that we definitely got to mention here. So it looks like um, Shaq Harrison is going to draw the start here. I so Kobe's going to be off the bench. So Shaq at 3,700 starting point guard going against Charlotte. Good matchup. He's probably going to be a lock in your lineup. I don't even I don't even mind playing both Harrison and Kobe White together. Um, Kobe would be running the second unit. He might get um, some minutes to finish the game as well. So he's definitely in play. Yeah, that's um, what he usually does is come off the bench, right? Yeah, but um, Shaq is now going to be starting at 3,700 in this matchup. I don't see a way he doesn't get you 20 points as a floor here. And with the minutes, he can probably push to 30. Um, so good spot for him. And then you got Luke Cornette, who's going to be starting power forward, 4,300, going against Cody Zeller. Should be a good matchup for him, too. So it's not sexy at all. He's not going to go out there and drop 50 for you. But Cornette at 4,300, starting good matchup. He's put up 32 points before. He's put up. 29 35 you know he's been getting the minutes regardless so you know if you look at his game logs here in 28 minutes he dropped 32 and 30 minutes he dropped 32 and 29 minutes he got 29 you know in 24 you know he had a bad game against washington got 16 but you know he's gonna get you 25 minutes probably in this spot and nice matchup he'll he'll most likely get you 25 maybe push 27 28 so if you need value there i think Cornette will be kind of low owned here and he's a good value man it's not someone that's going to draw high ownership and i think he'll get there in a spot i wish it was a little bit of a higher over under here but i don't mind the play if i need um some value savings at power forward but Shaq and kobe are the two you know smash spots and Shaq daddy is going to have a good game here too man Shaq and Kobe, isn't that weird? The point guards for the Bulls. But uh, yeah, I didn't I worry, realize that, man. 
why is uh, Shaq starting? I'm looking forward. I'm not seeing it. I believe you, but why isn't Sato or or Kobe? Why is he? Why is he in? Um, I guess they want to. You know, Sadoransky is going to still start. Um, and I guess they're going to put Harrison. I don't know. They're going to run really small because I guess the Hornets are small too. The Hornets are starting Rogier and Graham, so uh, they're maybe going to slide like one of these dudes small forward. Hornets don't play big, man. They got Zeller. PJ Washington, yeah. um, you know, so I guess, you know, Miles Bridges, one of these guys can cover him, whether it's Sadoransky sliding over and playing some small forward on defense, or maybe Zach Levine slides over. Charlotte plays small, so I guess they're going to go with Harrison. And I guess they like, you know, Kobe's role on a second unit, but it looks like the Bulls are going to be short, short staff here. You know, I'm seeing maybe dressing 10 people, and one of them is Felicio. Um, one guy I don't even know about, Adam Okaka. I never heard of this dude in my life. So, <laughs> you know, they're, they don't have many bodies here. So all these guys are in play. And you can't discredit Zach Levine either because he's been having a monster game. So I think all the Bulls are in play just because they're very short, short benched, good matching versus the Hornets. And the Bulls are, are playing at a slight up pace for themselves because they're playing low-scoring games. So... I don't mind the Bulls side of things here. I think all the Bulls are in play. All the Bulls. All Every the Bulls. Bulls. Okay. Uh, we. All right. So look, we'll Sadoransky's more- fifty three hundred starting. You know, Kobe White forty six hundred. You know, off the bench, we're gonna get heavy minutes. Mm-hmm. Cornette starting at forty three hundred. Daniel Gafford off the bench thirty seven hundred cheap. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but pretty much Gafford. And Kobe White and the entire starting line is in play for sure. Let me ask you this. So when Shaq was getting spot starts, I, I'm not saying he's a bad play. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm going to play him. But if when he was getting spot starts before, it was because like Sato was out and Levine was out. Does putting him in the starting lineup with those two guys who are going to have the ball in their hand more scare you a little bit about his production? Like he might just be the fifth body on the floor or you're just like, Hey, the price is too good. You can't pass it up for the minutes he's going to get. Price and minutes. He should still get it. You know, yeah, he's cheap uh, price and minutes. He still should get a, he won't burn you. Um, it looks like he's going to be the guy who's going to probably slide over to a small forward position. So hopefully he gets some boards. He goes in there, rebounds, um, and he'll have a he'll have a good matching for himself. So, like yeah. I said, I think they're all in play. I think you got to start. You got to make a decision. Do you want to go with Levine and pay up, and just hope he has a monster game like he's had recently, or go with one of the value guys and Sadoransky, Harrison, or White? One of these three guys has to be played here. They're going to get a, a ton of minutes and a big usage bump. Yeah, I agree with you. So. We broke that one down a lot. Um, there, I'm fine with playing a couple bulls, uh, no doubt about it. Three, if you have to, if you're paying up for some of the big guns, like, uh, well, not like we have in this next game, but on the Rockets with like Harden or Westbrook, if that's the route you want to go. The next game is the Grizzlies at the Kings with a 228 over under. The Grizzlies are favored by one on the road. I hate playing these teams, but they both have bad defenses, and it's going to be a close game, and it's going to be high scoring. Point guards, you've got De'Aaron Fox, 7,800, in a good spot against Ja Morant, who's also in a good spot going back against Fox at 6,700. Sacramento is worse at defending the point guard, but Ja Morant is kind of up and down. 
If you want to, one thing you could do with this, I'm not going to, but I've seen it work before. High scoring game, close game. Sometimes these point guards can get in a position battle. You've got Fox versus Morant. If you play one, maybe play the other one and hope they just go back and forth the whole game and hope uh, hope that pays off for you. I'm looking down at the power forward. Um, you've got Holmes out. You've got Bagley out. So I'm going to look at Bielitsa, who should get 30 minutes against Memphis and a foul-prone Jaron Jackson. Uh, I do like that play at 5,300. He's probably, I think I have him ranked sixth on my power forward list. Uh, and then you've got Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, for Memphis, his minutes are up and down. His price is up. He's going to get you, you know, 35, 40. I would rather pay up for Embiid or pay down uh, for uh, who's, whoever it is starting, Dwayne Dedman for the Hawks. So, you know, these are hard to, these are hard players to pick for me. I'm just going to be honest. The prices are cheap on everybody, and it's just hard to nail it down. I know you've got a guy like uh, uh, Brandon Clark, who just had a great week at the All-Star game, the Rising Stars, whatever it was, but his minutes are only around 22 minutes a game. I can't count on that with Jaron Jackson in town. I don't know. How do you look at these Memphis guys? Do you have any of these guys you can count on, feel safe with? I think uh, from a Memphis side of things, not too much, man. It's it's maybe like I think John Moranson play every day of the week. Yeah. Um, at 6700 he's still cheap. His price is still fair. Um, he's in play. He'll be low-owned. He can push up for 40, 50-point upside here. So I like Morant. Um, I think he's actually the safest play on Memphis. Dylan Brooks has been, like, really bad as a play. He burned me the other day when he played Washington. Had a really nice lineup going, and he just couldn't hit any shots. So, like, yeah. can he go out there and make a you know, make a splash and have a good game at that price tag, 4900 Yeah, but he's been really bad as of late. But this all-star break, maybe he rests up and maybe he comes back better. Kyle Anderson, I played a couple times recently. He's a little bit too expensive. Like at, at like 3800 3900 I would love him here, but at 4500 not as much. I think he gets you to value, but, you know, nowadays you need more than just value. I think the, the, the right plays are on – Sacramento, you know, they're playing in an up pace here. Memphis plays at a very high pace here. So it's an up pace going to Sacramento. So I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Bejalisa, however you pronounce this dude's name, I always botch it up. But him and Barnes are way too cheap. Darren Fox is cheap. Buddy Heald is even cheap. The guy's been on fire as of late. So I think you want to target more of the Sacramento side. And if you want to take somebody on Memphis to run it back with, it would be Morant. All right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm – still kind of you know not sure which way to go with it but uh what you said makes a lot of sense i'm probably staying away from it mostly i've already built some lineups for tomorrow and i don't have a lot of this game it's kind of a scary fade but memphis is bad they could go in there and i mean get blown out honestly against sacramento traveling first game after the all-star break i don't know we'll see houston at golden state's the last game on the slate you've got two superstars harden and westbrook going up against the what appears to be a rebuilding Golden State or at least a, uh, a time where they're trying to get all their new guys acclimated to the NBA and ready for next season, honestly, where they're going to be great again. Westbrook, he is priced up pretty high at 10-6. He's always a triple-double threat. Going against Golden State, I'm not worried about it. They might put Draymond out there on him, though, because he'll play some point guard uh, sometimes. So if he's on him, I like him a little bit less, and I like Trey, and I like Ben Simmons better than him. So I'm not going to have a ton of Westbrook. 
James Harden, 11,000. If you've got the salary, sure. We all know what Harden can do. He can drop 40 real-life points on you, and if the game start, stays close, he probably will. That's an expensive price tag, and we've got other shooting guards that I can pay down for. I'm not going to have a ton of Harden, but I'm definitely not going to say he's a bad play. He's going to probably be the highest-scoring shooting guard like he is almost every night. Um, then down here at Power Forward, I want to see what they're going to do with Draymond. It, if he's going to start, then I kind of like him as a punt, weird power forward. But, you know, it's hard to tell with him. You don't know what, what Kerr's going to do with these guys, and he might sit out because he doesn't feel like playing. Or they want to, like I said, get the other guys adjusted more to the NBA, which isn't going to be hard to do, get these big guys adjusted against Houston because they've got no one down there aside from Robert Covington. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what kind of minutes he's going to get. I do like Marquise Chris over at center. He's getting a lot of minutes, no doubt about it. No one's there to challenge him right now. Uh, Looney looks like he's going to be there playing, um, but he's still not getting a lot of minutes because of his hip. So I'll take Marquise Chris against PJ Tucker down low in the paint at 5,900. He's got 42 points last game versus Phoenix, 35 versus Miami, and then 47 against Anthony Davis and JaVale McGee and the Lakers. I think Marquise Chris is a very nice play at center. Uh, do you Are you on Chris at all, or who else do you like from this game? Yeah, so um, just a quick backtrack. If Harry Giles starts for Sacramento, nope. um, which he started a couple games recently, definitely in the player pool. So I just want to mention nope. that back on Sacramento. I disagree, I disagree because I've been, I have my eye on Harry Giles all season. I've tried to play him a couple times. In these spot starts, he's not getting over 20 minutes. Like they'll start him, but he'll only play five a quarter. Like I, I would, I, I would be off that myself. All right. So back to Houston now. So it looks like Golden State is going to start Jordan Poole. Um, so he's a value there. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Draymond and Marquise Chris, they're both way too cheap if they get run. You know, if they both go out there and stay out of foul trouble score 30, you know, get 30 minutes to both exceed value. So I like both of them. Um, Wiggins is in, like, a weird spot, a little bit too expensive. But, mm-hmm. you know, Houston doesn't really play that good of defense, so I don't mind, you know, Wiggins as well. Covington is too cheap. The one thing I just want to point out to everybody, um, I haven't given Westbrook a bump um, the last week or so. Simply for the fact that the dude's boarding now. So he's getting you like eight to ten boards a game with Capella out of the out of the mix. So like everybody's grabbing more rebounds and Westbrook being the aggressive beast that he is. You know, his last three games he had ten rebounds, six rebounds, eight rebounds. So he's been taking advantage of the fact that Capella's out. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're getting a guaranteed, you know, eight rebounds on top of all the production that Westbrook usually puts out there. So not, you know, a great price here at 10-6, but he's, I would feel safer with Westbrook than I would with Trey Young personally, just for the simple fact he's going to be more active around the rim and getting boards sure. and stuff like that. So um, Westbrook is in play. Harden obviously is in play all day, every day. Um, I think you're going to have value here. So, um, you know, we'll build a little lineup. I haven't built any lineups yet, but I think you'll have value here to either get Harden or Westbrook. Even P.J. Tucker, dude, at 4,300 at center, I can't see him not hitting value here. He's going to grab you seven, eight, nine boards one way or another, hit a couple threes, get a couple buckets here. He's playing as many minutes as possible. There's nobody he really has to worry about fouling here. 
Um, his production has gone down since he went to the center position, but this is a good spot for him here. You know, so I don't mind anybody in this game. I think everybody who starts in this game is underpriced at this point because this, you know, I don't mind Chris Green, Covington, Damian Lee at 4,900 is too cheap. Even Pascal at 4,200 is cheap, I think. So there's a lot of plays in this game, man. Did it say uh, Jordan Poole starting at point guard or shooting guard? I believe he's going to be the point guard for the rest of the season. I think that's going to ride him out, man. Pretty much okay. guarantee uh, a nice lottery pick for themselves. I would like, uh, so it should be Lee starting at shooting guard, which I would like him more going against Harden than Poole going against Westbrook. I want to see where they slot these guys in, but I think that's, that's what I'm how- seeing right now. Yeah, I'm seeing it going that way. Okay, cool. Well, uh, Eric Gordon, he's still a game time decision just to throw it out there. We're, we're going to have to wait and see with him. Uh, if he plays, then, um, I mean, you're definitely not considering like a Daniel House or Ben McLemore or anyone like that. But even if he does play, I'm probably off him. So let's try and build a quick Fandle lineup. Do you have Fandle pulled up? Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. All right, I'll take the first one. We'll just throw this together. We have not worked on this at all. It'll just be all off the info we just said. I'm going to start with point guard, and I'm going to play Ben Simmons. Pick any position you want. I was really worried you are going to say Trey Young there, man. <laughs> no. um, any position I want. Um, I think Shaq Harrison, man, at 3,700. Yep. You can't really fade him um, nice. in a good spot. So I'll get you uh, some, some value here. Yep, I like Shaq. If I have, if we end having the money to pay, get Kobe. I just still like Kobe, but Shaq, if he's starting, Jay's making a good case for him. Uh, I'm going to take uh, my next player is going to be Tobias Harris. I'm going to take another 76er. I think it's too safe against Brooklyn. He's too cheap. That's my next guy. Who's who's up next? All right, so let's lock in another value play. Um, we can go. Let's go with Draymond. Let's give Draymond a shot here at 5,800. All right. Okay. If you want to do it, I'll do it, Draymond. Then I'm going to go ahead and take the next power forward. That's going to be John Collins, 7,800. Okay. There's way too much value on this slate, man. I'm, I know. I'm looking around. I have to switch my lineup because I I saw um, – Bruce Brown there at 3,800. He's way too cheap too, man. So if you want value, let's go Bruce Brown right now. I agree. That's a great play. Even against Milwaukee, he's 3,800. He's gonna he's going to hit that price tag. So let's see who do I want? Who do I want? We could pay up, and I mean you could pay up and get Harden there easily uh, with all the value on this slate. So maybe we do it. I mean, it's either Giannis or Harden or Embiid now. But I think we have a good option center. So I'm just going to put Harden in this and say I'm taking the probably highest scoring shooting guard and probably the best value shooting guard in Brown and just pairing them together. So take uh, take one more of these open spots, uh, Jay, and then we'll leave one open. We have 6,400 left. 6,400, how many for what spots we have left? We've got the small forward and we've got the center. Okay, so let's go with let's go with the. Uh, hope that Houston and Golden State stays close, and let's Don't go with Marquise Chris. Okay, I was going to say I will veto PJ Tucker, but Marquise Chris, <laughs> I love. So you've got sixty nine hundred left. Look, you can mess with it. You can drop down hard and get another shooting guard. You can bump up Green and get uh, Bam if you want. But that is a great start to a lineup. 
that's going to wrap it up for us. Join us in our Discord channel all leading up to lock tomorrow. Just go to windailysports.com. Sign up if you haven't already. We are going to publish a couple articles, I think, on Thursday for NBA. Uh, there's going to be DraftKings plays on there. There's going to be FanDuel plays on there. Uh, just be in there, guys. Follow the news. We'll help you not play guys that get a, get scratched right before. Hopefully Jimmy Butler doesn't get scratched because he drank too much at the All-Star break. We'll see. Time will tell. But, Jay, you got anything to close it down with? Yeah, we have a free seven-day trial to get in Discord. So just when you go onto the site, look at the Discord article right on your left-hand corner. Hop into Discord for seven days for free. Check us out. Ask us questions. You know, David will be in there all day, every day. Me, Javi, Hess, um, James, so many other people in there at this point. We have 15, 20 different pros answering questions from PGA to NBA to NFL. So if you want to give it a shot, you know, look into our Discord channel, you know, and ask us questions. And if you're, you haven't signed up for the site, our projection model is already up, Dave. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's already been updated. Right now I'm looking at it. It's got Westbrook, you know, slightly over Trey Young. Ben Simmons is up there. I'm seeing some nice value plays here too. So, you know, the projection model really helps when people ask me questions. Like the guys we just mentioned, Bruce Brown, top value play at shooting guard. Um, Tobias, top value play at small forward. Draymond Green, top value play at um, at power forward. One guy we didn't mention, Wendell Carter. I don't know if this dude's back or not, but if he's back, that's another guy we got to talk about on Chicago. But, yeah, check out the projection models. Check out the cheat sheets. They're updated pretty much every half an hour, so it's, it's on the fly, changing with the news and stuff like that. So it's been updated today, and it'll be updated pretty much every half an hour up until lock, and we'll go in there and modify things as well. But, you know, hop in our Discord, check out the cheat sheets, check out the projection models. And, yeah, we'll have a bunch of articles up tomorrow as well. So... I have a good feeling coming back from break, you know, kind of a week to kind of just give the brain a, a rest. I didn't play any NHL, so I'm excited to get back to this NBA thing. Yeah, Wendell Carter, I just checked. He is still going to sit out on Thursday, and that wraps it up for us, guys. Don't forget to play the Chicago narrative after the All-Star break for a team that none of the players made it and lock in Kobe or Shaq. That's it, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.